0: Welcome to Only Yesterday. My name is Tony, and today we've got a very special guest. Ma'am, who are you? Kelly Bell. (laughs) Kelly Bell in the mother (laughs) building, boy. Yo, and today we're going to be discussing hybristophilia. Um, For those of you who are unfamiliar, we are going to give you the definition after we give you these sources. So, sources for today. explanations of Mixed-Sex-Partnered Homicide. Um, A review of sociological and psychological theory by Elizabeth A. Gurion, I believe. We've got Hybristophilia, because mama, I'm in love with a criminal, (laughs) by Denise Pascarelli, um, Vincenzo M. Mastronardi et al. Okay. Um, specifically, this article was all in Italian, was in, completely in yeah. Italian. Yeah. So I had to Google You're translate wrong. long <laughs> pieces of, sh- but it, it had good content. Hell so yeah. I do that for y'all. Okay. <laughs> we do this. And then that work. You know what I mean? Got to be done. Um, we've also got Sexual Deviance uh, Theory, Assessment, and Treatment by D. Richard Laws and William Donahue. We've got Hybristophilia, the attraction to dangerous people mm. by Christy White um, from the warbletoncouncil.org. Last one we've got Passion Victim, a brief look at Hybristophilia by Mark D Griffiths. So, what is Hybristophilia? Do you want to do you have a a definition?
1: I'll we'll give the actual definition.
0: Okay. So, formally, Hybristophilia is the sexual attraction to a person who is known to have committed crimes. There are two types of hybristophiles. Um, The passive, which does not seek to be involved in any criminal activity, and the aggressive hybristophile, um, who seeks to be actively involved in the crimes. The sexual partner may have been incarcerated for criminal activity, and on some occasions, the the hybristophilic individual may urge the partner to commit a crime and thus become convicted, continuing the cycle, right? Mm -hmm. And so there are um, obviously many cases of women who want to marry men who are in prison, right? Like, think like ted bundy charles manson oh, yeah. type stuff even right? the
1: night stalker
0: even the night Can stalker you
1: Believe that <laughs> insane
0: bro and um, conversely there's um cases of men who are so smitten with an incarcerated woman to the point mm-hmm. that they committed crimes on their behalf um such as hiding a body such as murdering <laughs> someone such as mishandling evidence in order to make sure that that lady was good to go, so to speak. Right. Right? Oops, did I? mm, What happened there? Uh, And so why, in your opinion, do you think some people want the bad boy or the bad girl?
1: I think it's almost just the excitement, I guess, of just like having someone that lives on that edge, especially if you're not necessarily over there you know like maybe you grew up kind of more conservative and you see more just like oh wow they just really like (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know i don't know (laughs) yeah so you
0: you you hear about those hooligans over there but you Mm -hmm. don't really see them you never get to be involved and so it's kind of like the forbidden fruit type of thing yeah
1: i live in by curiously through them, you know, hmm. okay. or yeah, I just really think it's the excitement. It's kind of like that adrenaline junkie. They get your just like levels up, you know? Hmm.
0: Okay. Yo, I, I can, I can understand that. It makes sense for sure. I mean, cause there's some people who like to go on, you know, like roller coasters, mm. you know, there's some people who like to skydive. Yeah. Um, so you never know what's
1: going to come with <laughs> them. You know,
0: you never know what's going to happen. What are we going to do today? <laughs> Yo, it's like that, uh. That okay, I see that. For <laughs> sure. I mean it makes sense. Um, in some s- aspect, I guess, of it. <laughs> in some aspect. I mean, and then I'd imagine some aspects of it are not as Yeah as fun.
1: No, definitely not. Right. There's definitely the yin yang. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay, the yin and yang. All right, word, yo. <laughs> so yeah, we're definitely gonna get into some of that. So <clears throat> next subject we've got is criminal activity and fully ado. Um when discussing hybristophilia, it is also wise to mention the so-called foliadu, because it is believed that it is the basis of this paraphilia, um, since the hybristophile in this situation can actively join with the partner with the aim of committing the crimes. Um, psychopathology describes this, the foliadu, um, with a literal meaning of madness shared by two. So basically, two people mm-hmm. get it in and feeding off of each other's death. Uh, psychological energies Um, in the dsm this is referred to as a shared psychotic disorder essentially out of madness for two it is meant that an unhealthy or psychotic relationship which comes which comes to establish itself between the two types of people the main person and the induced person Um, the main is generally an intelligent cunning and tense person to the manipulation of others who first creates or acquires the delusional tendency that in turn imposes or transmits to the other subject of the couple, or basically the perceived power that the main person has over the other individual. Okay. Big terms, just broken Mm -hmm. down. Basically the person saying, Hey, I acknowledging that I have this supposed power over this person because I'm able to manipulate them. Um, conversely, the induced person, um, engages in activities that are generally subordinate or submissive in nature um they are more likely to be easily influenced um you know want to go along you know what I mean let's yeah. go for the go for the ride let's see what's happening
1: because I think that um, starts with like how I was talking about the excitement at first and like going with it but then it also turns out turns bad and like with you being like submissive and like can be manipulated easy that's where like the trauma bond starts coming into it's like the obsessive I get very obsessive with the people that I like fall madly in love with like mm-hmm. I just want to do like anything and everything to like I, I also like to make them like happy but then also I think like I could rub off on them and make them like a better person and but they just suck me into their vicious cycle and I just like mm-hmm. <laughs> you okay. know Share yeah. that madness with them because I'm just like, Okay, this is what we're doing, but I'm trying to come over this way, but then it's like <laughs> you know mm-hmm. Yeah, I no,
0: know. I feel I feel you. I'm trying to get you over this way, but it's like yeah. will you will you just give me a little bit of time? No, nope. we're gonna go on adventure oh, time. Okay, okay, I guess it's adventure time. So <laughs> Here we may, go. Maybe a little bit of maybe a little bit of my kind of time later, maybe. Yeah. Um, I can see that. I mean that's a good point as well. Um, perhaps wondering or seeing if you can influence that person in any way to kind of dial back a little bit. Or yeah. will it be, I mean, what is the outcome of that, right? I mean, like the desired outcome of that, right? Like, do we dial it back to the point that they're no longer mischievous? And mm-hmm. then and then, are we still wanting to be with this one, or are we still wanting to have the excitement and the thrill and, like...
1: I've never gotten to that side so mm. I don't know <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've never been able to get someone to a bad boy to go good for me so
0: mm. okay well. and
1: have like that life together you know and see if I got bored with it and would want someone else and switch it up or mm. if I could just live happily with my you know I yeah, guess no, of course like you want that like it's more of like a attitude and like a how they present themselves to of just like that manly like macho, like, you know, like they are sweet for you, but they like fuck everyone else type of shit, you
0: mm-hmm. know? Okay. That's understandable for sure. You know, you would know that they've got your back, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. know there's a strong person that can present, you know, when it comes to the family, don't fuck with the family. Mm-hmm. But you know, if it's anybody else, I hear you can get it.
1: Right. Exactly. You know, yeah, I like
0: that. Word. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Okay,
1: that is why I'm here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no worries. That's why
0: we're having a discussion. Um, and so, without getting into too much detail, uh, have you been asked to participate in criminal activity with a partner? And yes. <laughs> how did everything end up for them?
1: For them, well, let's say all of them are in prison now, and <laughs> mm, <laughs> you know, not
0: jail but prison.
1: No, not jail. They're all in prison, and it obviously didn't go well for them, but. Yeah, I've definitely been asked and involved in dumb things. Some of the shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, some of those shenanigans. The shenaniganery,
0: <laughs> as my boy Sky would say. Shout-outs to Sky. So I want to also, again, I'm, I'm fascinated by human behavior. I'm fascinated by human interaction. And so I'm wondering personally, like, why someone might have that, right? Like, so why do you think some people, like, want that? Or like, why do you think they have this? uh this – uh, complex within themselves, right? Like if we hear if we hear from our friends and family or you know the outside world that oh hey criminals are dangerous, you know what I mean. Find yourself somebody who's gonna mm-hmm. you know da 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 da. Why is it? Do you think that we still sometimes hold this? Is it just like fuck it? I just want to have this. I want to have the bad boy. You know what I mean? Like that's just the the thing. We're. <laughs>
1: Cause it's not all just black and white, you know. They're not just only these like bad people. There's still that like good in them. Sure. And like those are still like either your really good friends. Cause it also just stems to not just like my romantic partners, but like my brother or like other men that are in my life or women too. You know, like I have those. <laughs> yeah, you know. Women that are in the shenanigans too, but um, no, like just the men in my life, like. They're your fucking friends. Like, that's your best friend. Like, it's not just like, uh, oh, they're doing these. Like, I don't feel like actions just like not because it's, like, depends on their situation and, like, how they brought up and how they've had to survive because not a lot of them had, like, mom or dads both there, like, you know, Mm -hmm. or even either of them, like, or just, like, were raised in foster care or, like, you know, different family members. And so it's, like, how did they have to... So I think I look at the whole picture of, like, how they were brought up, why they act the way they act and everything like that. And so it's just, like, well, if I could, like give you a more profound, like, foundation to build off of and show you, like, what we could have together, like, maybe then you wouldn't want to do these things, you know?
0: Okay. No, I I hear that. So... You're like, you look at it from like a holistic perspective, right? Like you say, this person, yes, they do the fucking shenanigans, whatever, yeah. but they also care for me when I'm sick. They also, you know, take me to the store when I need something. Mm-hmm. They also help they throughout you. the set, yeah. right? They also think about you. They also, they're people, right? Yeah. And so people. we we can't just say, you know, completely X them out, kill, you know, kill them. Oh, the freaking, the death penalty. Mm-hmm. But, um. At the same time, we can still want more for them, right? And we can yeah. want them to want more for themselves.
1: I believe right? people can change.
0: Of yeah. course, oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. I I agree. Um, matter of fact, I believe we've had many discussions on the topic. Yo, check yeah. out the podcast. Check <laughs> exactly. <me out. laughs> so, um, um, again, so did I answer the question? No, I I feel you answered it perfectly. Okay, absolutely. And so, um, back to the research, right? Mm. Um, though this is not all encompass- all encompassing. Um, but some people with hybridophilia may have been victims of physical or sexual abuse, unfortunately, um, which can result in low self-esteem and insecurity, thus making them vulnerable to deviant sexual preferences and criminality. However, others may wish to collaborate with a violent offender in order to express their own violent tendencies. Um, some may be attracted to high profile criminals in order to vicariously receive the attention through the association. Um, Some of them are attracted to the criminals because of their overtly masculine behaviors. Um, There may be an evolutionary perspective in there, as the person may feel a better chance of survival if they're on the quote-unquote criminal's good side. Um, Another key aspect of the relationship is when hybristophiles partake in opponent process learning. And this was something that I found fucking fascinating and never heard about it before, Um, which is the operant conditioning in reverse. This theory is based on homeostatic mechanisms in the body, which new demands are met with a change in bodily processes. So this is called process A. Essentially, we've got this new stimulus in our face, and now the body is reacting to it that way. And so afterwards, after we, you know, experience this shit. Um, is that the-
1: your new, like, homeostasis then? Is it, that what it's getting
0: that at? It w- That's what we're, we're okay. working on. We'll, we'll, we'll get there, but Sorry. absolutely. No, you're <laughs> fine. And so um, afterward, the opposing process, process B, gradually returns its body to its resting state. So after all the madness, you're like, okay, then process B kicks in. We come back down to homeostasis. Everything's cool. We're chilling. And so two scholars observed that process A generally dominates while process B is slow and inefficient. However, over time, process B may become more faster and more efficient and dominant. Therefore, the opponent process turns negative into a positive. So for example, bungee jumping is initially viewed with terror and you're scared as shit to go out there. Mm-hmm. But after a few trials, after you do it for a while, um, the fear becomes exhilaration and ecstasy. You become excited. You're like, yo, I can't wait to go skydiving. I can't wait to go bungee jumping again. Yeah. And so this is an example of the opponent process learning when the when your body says okay well instead of fear i'm feeling excitement
1: yeah
0: um or when you get that one crazy friend and you know they're with the madness and the foolishness every single time that they arrive mm-hmm. yet instead of fear you get excited like yo that's <laughs> that's the <laughs> homie hey let's go you well, know what time it is <laughs> it's time for demon time all right <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> so tell me about a situation where you were a little skeptical at first but became more invested mm-hmm. more invested uh, once you knew, the shenaniganery was about to be going down.
1: Okay, so we went over a few different stories that I could tell right now. <laughs>
0: you know, we, yeah, and
1: we're gonna go with the ones that can't get me hemmed up. Okay, so yep, <laughs> just trying kidding. to keep people out of trouble, <laughs> right? <here. laughs> so, because um, yeah, I again, I haven't only just had a. um, romantic partners in my life that are more in the shenanigans. So I think it's, I always tell people, I don't have daddy issues. I got brother issues Mm, (laughs) and it stems back pretty far. So Um, he's always been like a heroin addict and doing things, of course, to make that easy money. And one of his things was um, jacking drug dealers, Hmm. like especially like or, um, you know, the I like, guess they would call them, you know, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> that are down on the block downtown, like selling or whatnot. Or we'd meet up with them, but I would be the getaway driver, and he would, um, like, at first when it was happening, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, what the fuck, like that could have went so badly. You, one time he got bit.
0: Yo. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: down straight, can- bit By the dude that <laughs> comes running out of the Walmart parking lot, big old bite mark, but yeah, so it was scary, right? We were mm-hmm. doing dangerous things, and then it turned to exciting when I was the get- getaway driver, and I'm like driving through the neighborhood, trying to get away or um so all right, so there was this one time I was parked behind the car, we met him in a in a neighborhood, and my brother gets out of the car, gets in the back seat. And, like, I don't really know what's going on, but I can hear the commotion. And he, like, pulls out a knife and, like, holds it to the guy's neck, you know, and is like, give me all your shit. And, like, finally, like, and then my brother's friend goes around and, like, helps him, you know, to get all this shit. So they're just, like, fucking these dudes up, have them at knife point. Mm. And then finally they come back to the car and I'm, like, having to drive away and get away. And then, like, the getting, like pay money after or like whatever they'd break me off of you know like just getting that reward of like and like that excitement that adrenaline going like it was just you know okay and so I kind of was just like I wouldn't fight it I'd be like oh we're going to do this okay like let's go you know Hmm. and I was with it it would just get me get me going
0: just get you ready to, yeah it's it's time (laughs) it's time for adventures right okay that, and that, I mean, and, and that makes sense, right? And so many times we're so quick to say, hey, what's wrong with you, right? Like, why don't you, you know, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, if we were to understand that, you know, we are people, right? Like sometimes, sometimes dangerous shit is exciting. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, there's, we we develop, we grow, we progress. We do. we hope that, you know, we get wiser as we get older yep. and we, you know, show the younger generation how to be a better role model for them because we went through the craziness. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, again, you're, everyone's journey is different. So whatever, whatever time you need to get there, you know, that's, that's your time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I definitely would not get off on that anymore. Like, right. <laughs> that's so fucking scary. But, but if not so sound much, like It's not anymore. worth it. And just so much can happen. I ain't trying to go sit in jail or have someone like actually get hurt and blood on my hands, you know, like, mm. I don't want none of that karma on me. So I've definitely switched and learned and grown from that. But still kind of choose, like, the more bad boys. I don't know why they come to find me, but Hmm. (laughs) I think it's still that part of me that's just, like, craves that little bit of chaos. Hmm.
0: It's still a little bit of chaos. I mean, you know you can go skydiving if you really wanted to. I could, I
1: know. You know what I mean? Have you
0: ever been to Africa? You want to just go to the jungle and just feel, feel fucking terror? <laughs> you can do that. I could. You know what I mean? Save That's why up I like going
1: ghost hunting or like going uh, Sasquatch, uh, trying mm, to find the Sasquatch. Okay, yeah. I'm with that. I bought an infrared camera too. Ooh, oh, yo, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah That's I like shit like that.
0: <laughs> yo, do they, do they have bears out there?
1: Yeah, in some parts. Yeah.
0: Yo, go. For, you want to feel no, some fucking I'm not terror, try bro? Try you want to go feel <laughs> some horror? <laughs> go like, go try to like snap pictures of bears. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not saying like wrestling. Just,
1: like <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I guess that's where I draw the line. I'm trying to find Bigfoot, not a bear. <laughs> Yo, okay,
0: hell yeah, bro. I mean, you can Stupid. see if we can find Bigfoot out there, and just you know, if you want to feel that excitement. Um, yes. And so, is is hybrisophilia treatable? Um, to our to medical knowledge that I'm aware of, um, there is no specific treatment for hyperstrophilia today, um, because it is not a paraphilia based on a very specific erotic element such as feet or gloves or balloons or leather or any other type of you know object. Mm-hmm. Um, what produces the attraction is something more abstract and therefore more difficult to control in a clinical context. And so, again, this is. This is people being interested in human interaction, right? Like how we interact with each other in whatever way possible. Either it's a conversation or I'm holding your ass up at knife point, motherfucker, I need this money. Mm. Like either way we're interacting with each other. And I think that's important, um, at, at the very least important to acknowledge because it can look different for other people. Like your the way that you perceive the world is different for each person. This is called your qualia. There's actually a word for it. Yeah. And so, qualia. yeah. And so I think that it's important that we acknowledge other people's journeys and where they are in their journeys as yeah. we discuss with them. And so.
1: Yeah. I just think it's interesting that I can think back and, like, comp- like, notice when I was growing, like, the more, like, Cause this stems back forever ago that I've been more attracted to like the more bad boy image, like me and Felicia, your wife growing up, like, um, we were watching save the last dance. Have you, you've watched Mm -hmm. that, right? So she likes Derek, the like good boy going to school, going to be a doctor. My ass, like, Dom. Okay.
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs> right,
1: right, I was just like, oh, my gosh, he's the cutest thing ever. Yeah, he just hit that girl in the face, but it's okay. You know, she was probably, you know, like, Yo. <laughs> just dumb shit. It was just, like, right. that didn't matter to me. Like, I was just so, like, infatuated. And it's, like, hmm. it's just always been like that for me. And I don't understand why. <laughs> Interesting. And
0: so were, let's say, growing up, were you, like, subjected to criminal activity like was there criminal stuff going around you as you were like yeah
1: like with my brother of oh, okay. course like growing up cuz we were 5 years apart and he was always like smoking weed or you know like <laughs> and i would help him like try to air out the house before my parents came okay. home or just like the people that came over you know someone that we grew up with you know like when you were talking about like being um subject like to sexual like things when you're growing up whatever like mm-hmm. There was things like that, you know, and so it was just like,
0: yeah, I could under, okay, I word. get that. No, I feel that. So I think, I think therapy is important. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and again, there's not that I'm aware, there's no uh, specific cure for this and I'm not like diagnosing anyone. I, I literally cannot give you a clinical diagnosis <laughs> for it. Um, but I think it's important to explore within yourself, you know, your own journey. Um, and for so. Sure. Yeah, so why is this important, right? Um, because everyone knows at least one person who has committed a crime, or you know somebody who knows somebody who has committed a crime. And I will say that I'll say the majority of the time, those people committing crimes have people that care about them, either as a friend or a family member. Period. There's mm-hmm. no way you're getting around that. No. And so typically, the stock answer to someone involved in a relationship with a potential criminal is well, why do mm-hmm. you stay? You know what I mean? Uh, and many times the answer is much more complicated than a simple answer can provide based on so many, so many factors. Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- we really don't even have time to discuss all of them, but no. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. Um, and so why do you think it's important for for us to introspect on some of our own preferences or for people in general to introspect on their own preferences?
1: Because it's important to have, like, the people that are around you, it really impacts your life. And Mm -hmm. so if you want to have, like, a good, like, healthy, thriving life, you can't be having people that are stuck in old ways and, like, patterns that aren't going to progress and get any better, you know? And Mm -hmm. so by the end of the day, like, you are who you're with, you know? So you got to have someone good by your side. And, like... Yeah, try and <laughs> okay. at least get shit handled. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Fuck. Oh,
0: no, God. absolutely. No, that makes sense. <laughs> and so, um, I I, th- I think it's important, you know, that we introspect because, like you're saying, like right, we if we don't introspect and we just continue doing the same shit that we've been doing for the last ten, fifteen, twenty, mm-hmm. thirty years, right. and it doesn't get any better. Maybe we get really good at doing that particular thing, but your quality of life isn't improving. Like your goals aren't being met. Like, um, I think it's, I think it's important to like, just sit with yourself and be like, okay, so what's the goal here? Like where, where are we going from here? You know what I mean?
1: Right. And it's really like my depressed, my depression and like anxiety are definitely not helped by like people like that when you're thinking like they're just using you or they're abusing you or like a lot of them are fucking narcissists that don't even see anything wrong with what they're fucking doing. And it's, you're the problem, but you're just sitting there trying to help them better themselves, you know? Mm. So they're just sitting there draining you while you're like not getting anything that you want out of life.
0: So Yo and that's that's difficult no for sure. Yeah. And so you you said something. Hold on. You said you feel like, you know, they're using you um and you're not getting what you wrong, getting what you want out of the friendship, out of the relationship, out of whatever it is mm-hmm. because this person is just so wrapped up in themselves that they just can't see your depression and your anxiety. Exactly. And so with that I want to pose a question, right? And like so does that just We do we take this energy right that we're feeling from that last statement that all the shit's getting done. I'm not getting what I want, and be like, okay, well maybe if I go on this next ride out, maybe he'll hear me out next time. Or Mm -hmm. is I I don't know. I've I've never really like had that thought until just now.
1: Well, yeah, because like what I was saying earlier, like you think that maybe you'll rub off on them. Yeah, you right, know, right. like, maybe they'll take note and be like, oh, damn. Because, like, my brother does. He's like, Kelly, like, you're handling your shit. Like, I'm proud of you. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's sitting in jail right now, and he's just like, you work every day. You're handling, like, you raise your daughter on your own. Like, you're doing fucking good. Like, don't listen to the shit I say to you. <laughs> you know, because okay. he's just saying it out of, like, his own despair and, like, you know, negative shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, um, yeah, you think, like. Maybe they'll actually listen to the words or, like, respect you enough to, like, damn, like, yeah, let's do something better, you know? Like, we always talk about, like, all the shit that we want to do, but how are we going to do that when you're just fucking getting in trouble and locked up, you know? Like, we can't—you're wasting your life away. But then it's, like, do you sit there and wait for someone to just, like, finally get on their feet, whether with your help or without? Or, like, do you just focus on yourself and put that energy to you, like— lately like cutting different people out in my lives and like realizing like who's being my energy suckers and are only like hitting me up when they need something versus like the people that actually care and like put back into myself you know Mm -hmm. like the same energy and reciprocate it I feel so much better like it's such a lighter like I feel just like relieved and not have to like I can finally just worry about myself and Hallie and not worry about what someone else is doing and, like, making sure they're okay, you know?
0: Absolutely. No, that's that's good, you know? Like, you feel like you can breathe. Like, well, yeah. I don't, I don't have to worry about, you know, this plus this plus work plus mom and dad mm-hmm. or, you know, whomever, whatever. Um, and so I wanted, I wanted to reiterate. Like, I here at Only Yesterday, which is me. Uh, <laughs> um, honestly, I don't... I don't think that all criminals are bad. Like, I don't think that all criminals Mm -hmm. are bad people. And like, I even, I don't think your brother's a bad person. Like I still, to this day, like can think of, he's not like, I can think of times (laughs) when, you know, we were chilling, we were having fun, you know, we're laughing, you know, we're having good times. Like I, I have, I don't have anything negative towards, you know, towards your brother or really anyone who's in the, you know, field of criminality, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I again, like I, I want us to become more wise, right? To say, okay, well, how can I grow from here? How can we, um, how can we do better for the next generation? How can we show them that yeah. we're that we that we're worth it? You know what I mean? Like we're mm-hmm. doing it, we're holding it down, and of course, he's worth it. They're all everyone's, they're all worth <laughs> it. You know what I mean? And I just, I want people, to, you know what I mean? Like just put put some respect on their own names and be like, yo, I'm, I'm worth it. Like, let me show myself what I can do.
1: Your word is your bond. Like I fucking, I love like watching like the old school, like game of Thrones type of dudes, you know, that Mm -hmm. were just like, they make an oath and they stand to it. But I feel like some of these dudes make an oath to, like, these gangs or the streets and, like, that's them. Like, they're mm. these fucking gangsters. They want, like, that fast life. They want to just, like, do something quick and have that money coming in. They want to, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like that's what they get addicted to is just, like, that mm. fast living. Like, want they want something, they want it fucking now. They don't put in the work, the actual, like, work that will see results like coming in more than rather, there's that like one quick than, hit, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're like, you know,
0: no, absolutely, yeah, rather than the quick book, you know what I mean? Yeah. You want to make that slow million,
1: right? Rather than, <laughs> rather than a
0: quick five, yeah. And so, that's I I think that's important as well, right? And so, there's so many different variables and factors as to why people get into the criminal world or whatever, and then there's also varying factors as to why people care about people who do this type of shit mm-hmm. okay? because they're people, because they're people, and so. So what can we do? Yeah. Um, We can be there for one another, um, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, We can also be not vehemently judgmental of someone who is in a complicated relationship. Um, And we can operate with grace when discussing difficult topics with friends and family and really anyone who's struggling in this capacity. Um, You got anything else?
1: Um, yeah, just that grace when someone's in a relationship like that. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yo,
0: we <laughs> just love you. <laughs> no worries. If, <laughs> She's if, if so want, sick I'll, of me. If you want, I'll clip. I'll, I'll cat edit that. I
1: don't know. I kind of want you to keep it. <laughs> <Just> Yo, okay. No, <laughs> we love you. No, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't care. Um. But no, yeah, just like... <laughs> I don't know. You said it good.
0: No, I I feel that. And so, I mean, again, you know, we're, we're all people at the end of the day. Um, No matter our affiliations, no matter our preferences, we're people. Um, So (laughs) treat people like people. So if you or anyone you know are struggling with hyperistophilia or struggling with any of the things freaking discussed in this episode, please reach out, please seek help. Please be there for one another. This world is wild. This world is crazy. But we're trying. And I think that should be worth something. Um, Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Don't come for me. No, but this is actually fun. It's informative because I've already learned a couple of things that I didn't know or things that I hadn't thought about.